0: Did you know you could make an international impact and never leave home? It's easier than you think. Grab a snack and join me on the couch as I sit down with Marlo Hunt. Together, we will learn that we can see the world in a whole new light when we share our heart and home with a child. Hey there, I'm Julie, and you're listening to JJ Life on Purpose, where I invite you to join me on this journey called life, where we learn to redefine ourselves to be the me God intended us to be. You're more than a parent and more than your career. You're more than any other labels you've picked up along the way. If you find yourself searching for your purpose beyond your titles, then you're in the right place. As a self-proclaimed prime major, <laughs> cause I'm not middle-aged, I'm in my prime. I'm choosing joy in this season and the story I'm living. Regardless of our age, we all wanna make the most out of our life. So stick around and together we will pursue our passions with purpose and on purpose. Hey, Promagers, Majors! I'm sitting here today with my good friend Marlo Hunt. We've known each other for about eight years. Marlo is one of the persons that I know that does life on purpose. She has changed more lives than I know. You have changed our life, and I I'm so excited to sit down and talk to you. So tell the audience how you changed our life,
1: how we met, and and we'll just go from there. Okay. Uh, well. Eight years ago, I guess, God, it didn't seem like it's been that long, but um, I reached out to you um, through a Facebook post. In fact, I think someone, one of my friends tagged me because you asked a question, Mm -hmm. who does exchange students? Uh, Who do you know? And so several of my friends posted and tagged me Mm -hmm. um, and you said, yes, you um, expressed your interest to me about hosting Um, sharing your culture. And so we started, we started talking about what I do, why I do it, Mm -hmm. and um, we've moved on from there. Because
0: of Marlo, I have four unbiological children uh, that live all over the world. I have, Jerry and I have a German daughter named Clara, a Spanish daughter named Thelia, a Japanese son named Taku, and a South Korean son named Lee. So those are all my children. And Marlo, so we had four children, and right now we're at a time in our life that we can't do it right now. Who knows what the future holds? But I know you have hosted way
1: more than that. How many children have you hosted? I have hosted 21 students in my home. Wow. 21. Wow. And now I have three international grandbabies. Wow. Yeah. That is awesome. So how many do you stay in contact? There are a couple that I don't speak to very often. Um, It's it's a different season in life, but at any given time, I could reach out to all 21 of them. Um, When they first leave, I talk to them more often. Uh, Then they are in college, and they're starting their life, and then once they get settled, then we start talking more. So I may speak to one Regularly for several months, and then not here from for a few months, and then the same thing goes to another. So sure, I can talk to any of them. That's that's incredible. Um,
0: I know we stay in contact with most of mine uh, due to logistics. There there one you know, there's one that we don't speak to a whole lot, but that's just logistical. Um, but yeah, and I wouldn't give anything for the experience that I had, and thank you so much for. For getting us started. And Jerry wouldn't let me have foster children. So, but he did let me have, um, he did let me have students. Yeah, this and this different and than foster.
1: So how did you get started? What, how? In 2006, my son um, had befriended some students uh, that went to school with him. And we had to pick them up from school from time to time or whatever. So I knew who they were. They would come to the house. And then um, one of the boys, there were two boys that lived in the same home. One of the boys called my son and said there was a situation and uh, he needed a new home. And would we be willing to take them in? Well, my first instinct was I am not taking in somebody else's problem. Sure. I mean, if this is a kid that has a problem and you need to move him, I'm not doing that. Um, Well, then I sat, I listened, I talked to my son, I talked to the boys. Uh, My husband was at work. So I told the kids that I would talk to their dad and and we'd get back with them. But all the while I'm thinking okay what can I do for this kid? I mean I'm a mom so I go into mom mode. Sure. Okay this kid needs help. This kid is in a foreign country. His mom's far away. Um, then I called my husband and uh, told him the situation and he works in the emergency room so he's like can this wait? You know, I, I, I'm I'm kind of tied up right now. And I'm like, okay. He said, whatever you want. Just, I, I, I need to talk to you later. I said, okay. So, um, you know, I started praying about it. I started thinking, what, what should I do? What should I do? And I'm like, this kid needs me. Mm-hmm. This kid needs a mom. And I could do this and I could do that. Oh, and there's another kid. That kid needs me too. And so, We ended up saying yes. My husband came home and I said, we're getting two boys. (laughs) It was um, Thanksgiving Day. And so we got them that afternoon. Um, What turned out, we did take both of the boys. Um, What turned out as me deciding for our family that we were going to do this to help those kids Mm -hmm. turned into those kids helping us. Wow. You know, it's, it's like the verse says that, um, you know, it's better to give than to receive. Mm -hmm. My, my theory is, you know, if you give, you better believe you're going to receive. You're going to receive. No, it's not about gifts. It's not about monetary things. It's about the blessings that God has put in my life because Mm -hmm. of these kids. Exactly. And so uh, that's how it started. Mm -hmm. And then, um, Two years after that, we, we've hosted, we hosted again the next year. And then the, the third year, the beginning of the third year, um, I was asked to come on and work with the organization. My coordinator was no longer going to be working and they needed someone in our area. And so they reached out to me. And so um, I have been involved with Exchange Students since 2006. Mm-hmm. And in 2009, I started to work for the organization.
0: Okay. And so tell us. A little bit. Can you tell us a little bit about your organization and what what y'all do?
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. sure. Um, I work for Share Southwest. We are a nonprofit organization, and we work with uh, J one students. Um, a J one student is a um, international student that comes to high school. They um, we work as volunteers. The families do. Um, They're not paying for room and boards. So uh, that is a different category, um, international student versus an exchange student. So we work with exchange students. Um, We partner with other organizations across the world and the organizations in Europe or Asia or South America, whatever country it's in, they recruit students. Okay. I, as the homebound Coordinator recruit families, and so what I do is I look for families uh, that are willing to open their heart and their home to a student to be able to share the culture. Um, You know, we're not asking you to entertain these kids; we're asking you to let them be a part of your family. So, uh, and sometimes that's a difficult task uh, to find a family. Number one, that's capable. um, You know, whether it be a job or a home or whatever, but um, willing. Willingness is a big thing. You know, you have to be willing to say yes. And it's scary sometimes. Um, So um, then once the student gets here, I build a relationship with the family and the students and the schools. And I'm just here to maintain, you know, if there's an issue, I help you through it. Um, If there is uh, a need to move the student to another family for whatever reason, then I help do that as smoothly as possible. But Mm -hmm. um, I'm kind of like the... uh, the family member that you didn't know you needed <laughs> <laughs> the great aunt long yeah yes there you go You're- and now i know with us
0: uh the first student that we got we chose her that was she was number one on our list and we actually got her we were surprised because we kind of got started a little bit later in the process right in the yearly process the second student we chose and um we had a family dynamic and then when she got there, the family dynamic had changed. And that was a little difficult for her. Right. So um, we'll talk about that in a second. So there was a, a transition thing that went on with that. Um, and I'll you'll know more about that because I was just the parent. And, you know, you, and what do you do with teenagers? Sometimes right. you don't know what's <laughs> going on. Yeah. So And then we got two boys that we didn't choose but right. ended up having a great and, and it was kind of I'm guessing like your first relationship it was just a place that they it didn't work out with them right and they came to us and man I, I wouldn't give you any amount of money for for those boys they they taught me so much and still do uh but but ex- explain what you were talking about as you know the the girl that came to us and it just didn't work out and so what what happened on when that
1: Well, for her specifically. And, you know, every child, every adult, every family is different. And so when you're looking at profiles, you're looking at an application they fill down. You're not seeing personalities. You're not seeing um, likes and dislikes to a certain degree. I mean, yes, you can read and you think, oh, she likes ballet. We like ballet, you know. So you're trying to pick a student that's going to fit in your family. But once they're there and you're living life day to day. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes it just doesn't work. You know, it's a sad thing to say, but if everyone could live with everyone, Mm -hmm. we would not have the divorce rate in our country that we do. Exactly. Sure. So it's not about she's not a good kid or you're not a good family. It's about, um, you know, this wasn't what I was expecting Mm -hmm. or um, I, I need something a little different. So she came to me with some concerns. Uh, some, uh, I, I would venture to say most of them are cultural differences, um, things that um, some students expect to happen. And when they get here, they're a little bit culture shocked. Mm-hmm. Um, so we try to work through it. We um, talk to her, try to do situation situational experiences like, um, I'm, I'm just going to say, if she says, I'm not used to it being so cold mm-hmm. in the house all the time, I, you know, and I'm going, okay, so how can we fix that? Let, let's let turn your fan off in your bedroom. Make sure you have on a sweater at all time. And, you know, it's things we're used to fans. It's mm-hmm. 115 degrees outside, <laughs> yeah. you know, so they're not used to that. So it's little things like that, that sometimes they can't overcome. Right. And, um, we try to fix it. We go to the families. We try to talk to the families and say, is this something that can change? Because not everything can change. Sure. You know, it may be a, um, I'm sorry that uh, you're having a hard time with my dog, but that's my baby, you know. Right. Or, or sometimes kids like, I didn't realize I was allergic to cats and there is a cat. And so in situations like that, and it's not something I can change, mm-hmm. then I start looking for another family. That is what happened with Delia. Um, It was little things that was making her a little uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And it was a cultural thing. It was not anything that you had done as a family. It was something she could not overcome. Right, right. So in moving her to another family, she uh, switched schools. Mm -hmm. Uh, She got a new mom, a new dad, a new host sister. Mm -hmm. um, And she did well. she did she uh she thrived she succeeded in school she did it you know i think i saw a few years ago that that's um her host sister went to see her Mm -hmm. in spain Mm -hmm. um so um whereas you know you you cringe when you think oh what did i do wrong it's not that you did anything wrong right yeah you know it's it's you know I'm, i'm sorry that my my puppy sits on the couch, you know, and uh, or or that, you know, whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. That every situation is different. Sure. Um, but what I love about this story, and do you want me to tell it, or do you want it know to? It. I'll cry if I tell it. So you tell okay, it. Okay. Okay. Um, Julie called me one day and told me I got a letter from Thulia apologizing, and for thanking me for what we did for her and she sees that now as she has grown up and things have changed in her life and she sees what you did for her um and that's it that i mean that is what this is all about it's not about taking in a student and saying i'm going to change you i'm going to americanize you i'm going to entertain you it's bringing them into your family Mm -hmm. letting them know i love you yeah you know i you know, I love you, your family, that means put your dishes in the sink. I mean, in the dishwasher, not in my sink. Right, right. You <laughs> become like family. And at the end of the day, whether she left a couple of months early or she stayed the whole year, mm-hmm. did you make a difference in her life? And, and, and you did. You know, what's the purpose? What was your purpose? Was your purpose so you could say you had a kid for 10 months or for you to say that, you know, we experienced something amazing and made a difference in her life. and she, in turn made a difference in ours. And so uh, I call that a success. Oh, absolutely. And i'm I'm with you on that. and and it we were kind of
0: upset, not not upset at her, but upset with the situation. And Jerry and I talked that's way too long of a time for her. Her parents have spent way too much money for her to spend 10 months in a situation that she's not comfortable in. And when she could have a better experience. And we saw her throughout. I mean, we were still in the same program. That's when, when she left. We got the two boys. Right. And um, we were still in the same program. We saw them. We saw her at Christmas. We saw and she, We got hugs. She was never standoffish. She was always very nice and cordial. And and we, we loved seeing the experience. And we have friends that their son was in school at her new school uh, district. And he talked about how good, you know, how much fun she was having and, and how good, you know, what an experience she was having. So I absolutely call that a success. We were supposed to see her in October. We were going to be uh, in being able to take a trip to Europe and we were going to stop in Spain and she was going to come over and see us. But that trip's not going to happen now. So we're going to have to find another way to see her. But um, yeah, so we still stay in touch with her. We, we She posts on social media and, and likes our pictures and all of that stuff so we um we love her so let me ask you I know when we went into the exchange family hosting mindset we were oh we're going to bring this this our first girl was from Germany we're going to bring Clara over and we're going to give her this experience and she's going to be great and she was all of that she was everything that we hoped for but Like you talked about earlier, we thought we were giving, we were receiving. Right. We, I still, to this day, I think I referenced her yesterday in um, the fact that we're trying in this country, so many people are trying to erase our history, where in Germany, they embrace their history, so they don't repeat it. And I referenced her just yesterday, you know, why can't we be like this? You know, and so she changed my life. She was 15 when she came to us. We had conversations that I don't think I could have with my 29-year-old today Mm -hmm. because of how intelligent she was and and the opinions she had. So people think they're going into it to change a child's life when actually, if most people uh, are like us, we were the ones that were changed. Do you find that? Oh,
1: absolutely. And, And I... I do believe if you go into this open-minded and you see that uh, we are different, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't make them wrong. Right. You know, there are things that they do that I am just enamored about. You know, it's like, that is so cool. You know, and then there are things that I'm like, "Mm, you know, I'm not so sure. Mm -hmm. But that's the whole thing uh, about learning about different cultures, about different people is learning about them and accepting them and taking the parts that you love Mm -hmm. and applying it to your life and learning from the things that you don't love. Right. You know, and they do the same thing for us. And, um, you know, I'm going to share about them coming to family, being part of the family and what they do. Um, I have had several students that have come back to visit. Um, the, The last one that came back, she was here for... Uh, spring break and I had all these major plans that we were going to do together and um, during that time my father passed away Uh while she was here and um, you know there was a time period before that where we knew it was coming and so uh, I had tickets to the Astros and I you know we wanted to go shopping and do lots of things but I couldn't leave my father and so I was able to reach out to her friends that she had made because this was her visit back. This wasn't while she was living here, but she had come back. And so she was still able to go and do things with friends. But then when she was here, she was able to tell my dad goodbye. And she was able to uh, help entertain my grandbabies while we were uh, taking care of business. And, you know, she was part of the family. Right, right. In the good times and the bad. In the good times and the bad. And so... I reached out to her mom because I have a relationship with her mom. It's not just about the kids. Yes. It's, it's about the entire Absolutely. family. Mm-hmm. And so I reached out to her and, you know, sad because of our loss and apologizing because I didn't get to do what I wanted to do. And she just reiterated to me that that's what families do. Oh. You know, that you, you're there together, you support each other, you help each other out. And she was grateful she could be here. And I got goosebumps now, yeah. you know, reliving this, but... Um, I I got a phone call the other day from a, one of my previous students and her boyfriend broke up with her and why does all this happen to me? And, you know, it's like, I'm mom. It does yeah. not matter how far away I am. When she was here, um, my students send me pictures of my grandbabies, you know, and I'm going in October to Brazil to see one of uh, them, my new little granddaughter. So, awesome. um... It is, it is a, an experience that everyone should choose to do. And the thing is, it's a choice. It is. Yeah. You know, you have to choose to do this. And it's, it's not an easy decision. It, you've got to jump in with both feet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's, that's what I always say. Yeah, I'm not leaving you. I'm not going to leave you alone. It's, it's, it's a little scary at first, but once you're there, you're going to be having so much fun. You're, you're going to forget everything uh, that you were worried about in the beginning. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, you have to choose decisions in your life, you know, and, and the way your life turns out or it's because of the decisions you make. Right. That's so. You have to live life on purpose. Exactly. I was just fixing to say <laughs> that is, that is the exact
0: Epitome of this podcast, and what Jerry and I try to do is yep. live life on purpose. You you make choices, and you you know you weigh those options. And and I, I can't think of a better way to make a difference in somebody's life yep. than to you know if they've applied to be an exchange student to bring them into your home and and give them the culture. First of all, you're and we're going to get into the what what all they have to you know that they the paperwork and what they go through, okay. but uh, you know they're properly vetted. The students and the parents are at properly vetted, yeah. and so it's a safe environment for the students. It's a safe environment for the family, the host families, yeah. and you get to know the the families, their actual birth parents. I you know we're adopted parents Right. a right. and obviously yeah. not just for a while. Clara got back to Germany and uh, called me in, it was about 8 o'clock our time, which means it was about 2 o'clock, 2 or 3 o'clock her time. And she had fallen asleep on the subway and had woken up and they were kicking her off the subway because they got to the end of the stop, at the end of the line. And she didn't know what to do. I'm 18, 13, 15 hours away from her. And I'm like, hey, why didn't you call your mother? Um, So we talked until she got to her physical home and shut the door and locked mm-hmm. it. And I'm thinking, what can I do? But I could be a calming voice. Yeah, you know, to her, and it made me feel good and terrified me all at the same time. Yep. But As I re- was we really used to riding them subways, right? What right? Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> never been on a subway in my life, <laughs> but I can imagine how terrified she was. Yes. Um, so even then, I was I was her mom. I was her safe space that right. she felt she was, and and that's priceless. Yeah, that's. You gave birth to children that do that to you, hopefully. Yes. And then you have got twenty one others that can do that. I've got four yeah. that you know, that can do that. And that's priceless. Yeah. That's something that you can't take away from Dillum. You can't take away from us right. as birth as a host parents. So it's it's just an experience that's you can't put a price tag on it. It's
1: made a difference in my kids' lives too. My uh my son, um he was the one that started the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a sophomore in high school when we started, and he is now an adult with kids of his own. Um, he's associate pastor up in Northeast Texas, and he is also a coordinator for Share Southwest. Yes, I'm so proud. So, of he of and his wife are doing it together, mm-hmm. and uh, this is their first year. Um, but, you know, it, it just carries on from absolutely generation to generation to generation and so. on purpose you what? have you have yeah. changed
0: lives around the world mm-hmm. and and it's not hard to do so tell us what the experience is okay so we wanted an exchange student i believe it was jody got you and i in contact with right. each other tell us if somebody's listening to us right now it's first of all it's not too late to sign up, no, and, not at all. And so you've got students, I'm assuming, that are still need host families.
1: Yes, we have um, between 70 and 80 students that have not been placed with a family yet. Wow. Um, and we do have a deadline. We are um, we follow the Department of State regulations. Mm-hmm. August 31st is our deadline. So if we do not have a vetted home in an approved school by August 31st, the students are not allowed to come. Um, Which is sad because some of these kids uh, age out of the program. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of the countries only allow them to come at a certain um, time period in their schooling. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe it's their 10th year or their 11th year, but uh, if they miss this year, then it's too late for them to go the next year. So we we do have a lot of students left. Um, all, All I can say is reach out to me I you know um, call me email me FaceTime me whatever Facebook um, there's no obligation to ask questions absolutely you know I can answer your questions I can send you profiles to look at Um, we do a first come first serve basis so um, for instance I Julie if you said we're interested um, I would like to look at some girls so what I would ask you is specific questions about your home. Do you have animals? I wouldn't want to send you a child that's allergic right. uh, since you have dogs in your home. And, um, you know, do you attend church? Um, different things that we can kind of narrow the field down mm-hmm. to try to find the, um, the right student for right. you. I don't want to send you 80 profiles. Mm-hmm. That, that's overwhelming. It's kind of hard to figure that out. So we'll send you five or six profiles uh, that we feel like fits your family. Sure. Um, you look at the profiles. You sit down with your family and go through them. And you decide, okay, this is my first choice. This is my second choice. This is my third choice. Because between the time that I send you that email and the time that you look at those profiles, those mm-hmm. kids may be placed. Right. So what I'm trying to do is... Um, kind of narrow that time gap down Mm -hmm. so when you're looking at them if i have your second and third choice to begin with when i find out oh the first choice is already placed i don't have to go back to you i've already got that Mm -hmm. i put them on hold for you um we do have to go through a vetting process Mm -hmm. we do uh do background checks on you uh we do referrals um two personal one professional referral Mm -hmm. um i would have to come to your home and do a home visit there are certain things that are required. For um, a family, you have to be 25 years old or older. Mm-hmm. You cannot be on any government assistance uh, because this is, um, you know, we we go by gov- the government guidelines. I do not want to take any type of money, food out of your mouth if you're already struggling. Right. For, for a student. Uh, so I want to make sure that this is a good fit for you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Do you have a bed? Do you have... A lock on the bathroom door? Do you have smoke detectors? We need to make sure there's just certain things that are required. Mm-hmm. Uh, once these things are done, I contact the school. Uh, the school, we send them the application, we send them your information, and the school will sign off um, approving the student to be enrolled when they come in. Mm-hmm. Once all of this is done, I, all the background checks are in, the referrals are done. Um, then I connect you to the student. I give you their contact information. I give you their pictures because you're you're not seeing pictures of no, them. Not at all. No, because you're choosing the student for who they are, <laughs> not what they look like. Uh, exactly. You know? exactly. Um, and so once we do that, then you start contacting them. Uh, WhatsApp, um, social media, whether it be Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat, whatever. And then you start building a relationship with them until they get here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now. We're, we're getting close. School starts, um, some schools, August 3rd, some August 15th. So there's not a whole lot of time right now uh, to start building that relationship, but anything is better than nothing. Uh, but the most exciting thing is when you're standing in that airport. Oh, yes. With with your balloons or your posters or whatever, because they have they have been on this plane for 10, 12 hours, and they're a little nervous. Okay. And just the... Reaction on their face when they see you standing there with their name—it's kind of like a breath of fresh air. A uh, weight's lifted because they know they're home. Exactly. You know, certain. So my in my case, my student doesn't get off the plane.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, sometimes that happens too. It was paperwork, people. It was yeah. paperwork. We got her. Oh my goodness. Anyway, so yes, that very that memories. the very very good memories. So they've they, made the application. They've. Or let's go back. So we have people that are still thinking about it. And so you said there's no, there's no, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's no um, commitment in just asking questions. Right. So if they want to contact you, they could, if they're not
1: ready to do this for this year, they could start the process for next year. Absolutely. But we have several different options. Mm -hmm. Um, We have what's called a welcome family where, um, you know, you can work it several ways. You can be with the mindset, I can't do it right now. Mm -hmm. But I want this child to have the opportunity. So you choose a student. We get your home vetted. We get the school approved. You pick that student up from the airport. You make the little goodie baskets for them. You get to have all this time. August 31st is my deadline. Mm -hmm. So September 1st, I start looking for a permanent home for this student. This is not a... um, scary thing Uh, a lot of people's like oh I I would never want to tell that kid I don't want them what you're doing is giving this child an opportunity opportunity a chance to get here yes because if they don't then they don't come Mm -hmm. so uh, September 1st I start looking for a permanent family the Mm -hmm. student knows this before they get here this is not a surprise to them Uh, in the meantime if your situation changes you decide I can do this Mm -hmm. I want to do this uh, because the expense to you is a plate of food. They come with their own money. They come with their insurance. Mm-hmm. You know, um we're not asking you to um, support their their entertainment right. or all that. We're just asking you to give them the plate, and I throw away more food than I give these kids. But anyway, yeah, um, that is one option. Okay. Another option is we have semester kits. They come for just one semester. They come, you see them through. Their first semester, they leave before the second semester starts. Most of the time, it's between December and um, January 10th or 11th, depending on your district. Or you have an academic student. They come in in uh, August. They leave in June, within 10 days of the last day of school. So there are options. Um, You can do it temporarily. You can do it for the full time. Uh, But whatever you do, it helps the student. Yeah. It helps me, and and like we said, it helps your family. You're you're building a relationship, even if it's just for six to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a a bond with yeah. someone. Absolutely. Now, I'm going to put
0: all of your links in in the subject and um, down below in in my podcast. So anybody that wants to please get with you, they can. Yeah. So tell us if you can. Um, is there? like a funny story I, I know our our first student when she got here bless her heart she had left some some papers in Germany that she needed so she got detained yeah and that was that's funny now it, it was, was not funny, funny, funny then, then for, for for any of us it but
1: uh, so because I know you have to be there when they arrive yes is uh, that still the same as you... the coordinator I have to come and meet them within three days okay um, sometimes it is easier for me to meet them at the airport mm-hmm. uh, if they're all coming in at one time. Um, but I will be at your door within three days of them arriving. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a lot of stories that <laughs> are funny. But um, I guess one of the, the first ones that um, we experienced was uh, the German culture is so... Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sitting here making movements. I know you it's can like see cut they're cut and dry. But they're cut and dry, you know. And so when we were driving to uh, Galveston down the beach, there was a sign that says no driving on the shoulder. <laughs> and uh, George looks at me and he's patting his shoulder and he's shaking his head no. And I'm like, what's the matter? And he said, no driving on the shoulder? <laughs> and so we kind of giggled because he was literally thinking Driving on the shoulder. What what does that mean? Yeah. You know, and so that, you know, to us it was like, no, 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 no. That's what that. Um, we have another student again, a German. She, um, uh, we were driving around the campus of the school, and we were like, okay, and this is the football stadium, and this is the gym, and uh, you know, this is your classes. And she says, "Who's Jim? Who's Jim?" <laughs> and so, you know, little things that you just forever are going to remember
0: um it's almost like your personal children when they (laughs) mispronounce a word when they're little yes and and, in the
1: the the remember me to uh tell you about my day today and i'm like (laughs) remind you oh you know you know you know (laughs) you know and so uh and and how was your day today it was funny no, 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 it was fun. <laughs> uh, oh, yes, yes, it was fun, you know, so just little things that uh, you just want to grin uh, when you think of things like this, because that's forever yeah, a part of you,
0: absolutely. Yeah. My funny story is, Clara um, always want to learn a word in their language, and uh, so it was, she was teaching me a word, and I thought I learned it, and... Apparently I did not because I said this word in the context that I meant it and um, she busted out laughing and was laughing so hard she ended up like sitting on the floor hugging herself just rocking, laughing, laughing, laughing or laughing, laughing, laughing (laughs) as (laughs) she said. Um, And when I finally got her to calm down enough to tell me I had grossly misspoke. And it was a word that should never have come out of my mouth at all. And but she and was, she knew that she it wouldn't would have it would not have. And so now the words she taught me, I can't remember because all I can think of is this word, and I'm like, oh no, don't so even I try, can't even don't try. Don't try. So yeah, it, as funny as we were, and we took her to there's a there's a German restaurant in Viter, and she was very adamant that that was not. German food. That was Bavarian. And she said it just like that was Bavarian. And it's very good food. And I we eat there, you know, we haven't been there in a while, but we love that place. But just memories of the things that we got to experience with her and, and, and Thelia and I'll never forget, Lee came to live with us from South, uh, South Korea. And his sole mission in life was to give Thelia grief. And he would make up stories that God loved little Delia's heart. She (laughs) believed on, and so she would tell her dad. She would be FaceTiming her dad, and she'd come running out on the back porch with her computer and say, Lee, Lee, tell my dad what you told me, and Lee would go, I didn't tell you that, and she would get so exasperated, but it, those little things that we look back on and just, we had so much fun, and I really would love to get back to a point in our life. Um, Yeah,
1: it's a, it's amazing. I I know our time is probably short, but I I got to tell you this one. Um, We generally host two at a time. My husband and I don't have any kids at home anymore. So, um, you know, Mm -hmm. I just like two. That way they entertain each other. Sure. But um, I had an Italian student and a Spanish student. And so it was make your own pizza night. Uh, But we had to do it a little differently. We had all of our toppings sit on the table. And so we all... We all did our own things. So my Italian student, she made her own I call it marinara. She's she she called it tomato sauce. Mm-hmm. Um I'm slapping on Hunt's sauce mm-hmm. and stuff. At the end, we had we made everybody try it because my Italian put tuna fish on hers. Yes, yes I agree. I agree that my Spanish student cracked an egg right in the middle and cooked a okay. basically a fried egg right mm-hmm. in the middle. And then we had pineapple mm-hmm. and, and, you know, yes. and pineapple and uh, Canadian bacon. And so they're like, no, pineapple doesn't belong to it. And we're like, tuna fish on pizza. So that was kind of funny. So at the end, we all agreed that it wasn't terrible, but I'm sticking to mine. you know. So we all ate our own pizzas, but it was kind of fun to be able to exchange that. And, um, you know, and, and my Italian student said you would never find pineapple on a menu uh, in Italy, and uh, I went to Rome, um, and I called her, and I said, I just would like you to know, I just ordered a pineapple pizza mm-hmm. on the streets in Rome in front of the Colosseum, and she's like, no, you didn't. You know, so, <laughs> she funny. said, you're in a tourist area. So, uh, it, you know, things like that, that it's, yeah. you know, in the beginning, it's like, okay, you teach me you're Italian, and now I'm like, no, 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 no. Let no. me teach you. you know, <laughs> exactly, so, it's fun. It's lots of memories, and uh, it's so life-changing. I'm I would never give back. So you no. had
0: if if somebody's on the fence and you had to give them one sentence that hopefully would change their mind. What would you say to that person? Oh
1: well, I'm not a one sentence girl. <laughs> About one paragraph. <pair> <laughs> I'm gonna talk a lot. Um... You know, you never know until you try. You're not alone. I will be there yeah. in the instant that you decide, I can't do this. Yeah, I will not let you drown. I will not let you. Um, but if I could give you anything in the world, first of all, it would be Jesus. Second of all, it would be exchange duty. I,
0: I completely agree. And we are going to end on that note because you can't say it any better than that. Make a difference in somebody else's life and by in return that difference will be made in your life more than you could ever imagine absolutely marlo thank you so much number one for sitting down with me today but also for introducing us to the life of exchange students and i'm um, i can't wait to get back to that or maybe my children uh be able to do it and i can have grandchildren Great but it It changed our life, and we have you to thank for that. So thank you so much for everything you've done in our life. for saying yes, and that's all you have to do. Say yes. Remember, all it takes is is a question, and you can go from there. So thank you so much, Marlo. Love you. you. Love you. All of Marlo's contact information is listed in the show notes. If you're considering hosting, get with her soon. Many students still need a place to call home. I promise you'll be glad you did. I'm really glad you joined me for today's episode. If you heard something that spoke to you, please take a second and share this podcast across the social media platforms. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at JJ Life on Purpose so we can stay connected. Until next time, remember, you always have a choice. So choose joy.